couple of quick plugs before we start today's show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at Narbos Podcast. If you want to email us, our email address is narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com. Hit us up with your comments on future episodes of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. And if you want to be on a future episode, let us know as well and we'll try to set something up. You can also uh, follow our show on all of the podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. So please give us a follow and subscribe on any of those sites, and uh, you will be able to get us pushed to you every single week. The theme music for this show is brought to you by a band called Ew, You're a Girl and Girls Suck. They are a punk band from here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and their Bandcamp page is iagags.bandcamp.com. That's E-Y-A-G-A-G-S dot bandcamp.com. They used to watch Degrassi episodes when they took breaks from recording back in the 90s. Uh, anyways, that's about it for the plugs. Let's get to this week's episode. 50 bucks to anyone who could give me a tampon right now. What happened? I can't believe no one noticed. I just did a front walkover that belongs in a horror movie. Forgot to stock up. Oh, here. I haven't used mine in forever. Really? Well, yeah, I've been training really hard. Low, triage, urgent. Uh, sorry. Manny, I know this is totally none of my business, but you were sick earlier and... Are you sure it's not something else? You're right. It's none of your business. Everybody, uh, welcome to yet another episode of Narbos and Broomheads. Still your favorite Degrassi podcast. Um, we are happy to be here with you. Um, we're into season three, as you know, and we're already on to episode fourteen, uh, which is uh, which is pretty crazy. So this uh, this episode is accidents will happen. It's a two parter. And we have most of our gang here tonight to discuss the show. We have Alan down yonder in Toronto. Hi, everybody. I really want to tell you my social media, but I'm not allowed <laughs> until the end of the show now. <laughs> Courtney's the producer, too, and she made a new rule. So Sorry. stay tuned, everybody. Don't leave if you want to know how to reach me on all the Instagrams and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now everybody will definitely stay tuned in till the end. Please. To write down your TikTok shit. Um, yeah, anything exciting in Toronto today? Uh, not as exciting as your internet, which is still being fun. Just saying. Oh. If you're trying to... S full disclosure, Full disclosure, everybody. Courtney's internet was being weird, and she was like, I don't know. Lots of things are happening. It's I bought the best internet ever. Then we found out she was streaming the Jays game in the background. So yeah. she's probably trying to sneak a peek at the game as we go along. And uh, so if there are any issues, they are brought to you by the Blue Jays, who are on a what nine-game winning streak? 
Yes, yeah. and it's not looking good so far tonight. They're down three zip already against oh, the fucking Orioles. It's over. Just turn it off. I did turn it off, so my internet would stop being shitty. All Is right. it better now? So far, but anyways, that's my story for now. You can go to the next person. <laughs> okay, thank you for shaming me. Um, moving on, uh, I guess we'll go to the westerly part of the country where Arlo has joined us. Hello, Arlo. Hi, Courtney. How's it How going? are you? I'm good. I'm good. My it- province, not so good, but that's okay. <laughs> Yes, every time you send this We're Number One stuff to the group, I get sort of excited, but then it is the opposite of good news. Right. So you guys are... Just announcing that Saskatchewan is number one in COVID for for, uh, for Canada right now. So that's great. And uh, today our government uh, decided that they would not do anything extra about it except for they have now made um isolating if you get a positive test result is now a requirement because it wasn't before it was just recommended <laughs> oh fucking how bold <laughs> way to take decisive action yeah no no other action o- only that only that wow mm-hmm. yeah i'm i'm kind of perplexed i mean i know alberta's doing super shitty as well um we have but there's no like we have a higher case count than alberta right now um and but they have a lower vaccination rate right now but we're only we're second to them so (laughs) we still have really low vaccinations too well maybe you should do like alberta and offer the people who haven't got the vaccine 100 dollars if they go and get it just want to note that. All those people. Just want to note that uh, Saskatchewan and Alberta are the two most conservative provinces in uh, Canada. Just yeah. saying. <clears throat> Anyways, just saying. No you reason know, for pointing that out. Just wanted you to know. I really um, blame. I mean, obviously, I live in a city, so I my views are probably in general more you know, leaning more liberal than some of the more rural communities. That's generally how it goes. And it really pisses me off because my riding is like, I'm in the, in the heart of a city and I have people in my same riding who are way out in the country and we do not have the same objectives. And I don't like, it's, it just seems like complete gerrymandering to me. And I don't know why it doesn't get fixed. Uh, That's a great question. Are, are those people taking that horse steroid thing or whatever in Vermont. This is what I was going to say. Pros oh. and cons, Arlo. Pro, all the horse dewormer you could eat. Just gobble it up. <laughs> say bye-bye to your COVID. Well, I can't, I can't find it in any stores, though. That's the problem. <laughs> I've been calling. Yeah, they're all sold out. There is also a conservative MP, a federal one, who um, was quoted as <laughs> encouraging the government to explore alternatives like Invermectum to treat COVID. So that's great. I don't I don't understand this. Like there isn't there doesn't you don't need to search for a magical cure for it. We already have one. It's the vaccine. Just get the vaccine. I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand either. why these people are searching for a magical cure when we have we already have the medical miracle to prevent you and your loved ones from dying. Just get that. 
I, I yeah. <laughs> I think she's lost her mind. It's Lock bad. her up, boys. No, bad. no. To the it's crazy how she goes. I just feel like I have some worms in my fucking system, so <laughs> why not kill two birds with one stone? Absolutely. Mm. Just two worms with one stone. Yeah. Those worms are probably com communists. So, <laughs> or at the very least, too. socialists. Oh, oh same so as Right? <laughs> well, yes, if you're listening and you're trying Invermectum, send us a message and let us know. Does it taste good? Do you drink it? I don't even know. I yeah. saw in the tube that it's um, apple flavor. Mmm, tasty. <laughs> Yum. The kids. Yeah, the kids can drink it too then. That's great. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, on that note, I let's head over to the other coast where hopefully nobody's ingesting um, horse medication. Um, Teddy boy. Hey, hey. Anything me. exciting going on there tonight? Mm, Ted, the grassy ho uh, Narbos and Broomheads host and hurricane survivor? Question mark. <laughs> that <laughs> remains to be seen. Tonight we're having a hurricane in Newfoundland, <laughs> so we will see. So tune in next week to see if I'm here and <laughs> not dead. Uh -huh. Very already already die <laughs> uh, no no he's he's gone chasing the hurricane he's just oh, right. i think that's maybe what he's doing he's gave gave up his job his family now he's full-time hurricane chaser, chaser so he's storm chaser he told like, his wife he's like i can't be with you i'm married to the hurricane now <laughs> <laughs> very lovely <laughs> that's right give me back that ring and he threw it at the hurricane <laughs> 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 yes, yes. Well, we are hoping that uh, nothing too crazy happens over there, but it's not mm. sounding very good. I'm looking at the um, uh, at the weather right now in St. John's. Hurricane warning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, that's where I am. That's where Ted is. I mean, people in our 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 listeners in New Orleans are like, yeah, like tell me about it. So. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Tell, tell me about it, you gator. <laughs> is, that, is that bad? <laughs> yeah, nailed I'm it. Not, I'm not loving no hurricane. <laughs> like that? Uh -huh. Newfoundlanders, you don't know. <laughs> Here's some beans. No Show hurricane. me your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Anyways. Wow. Killing it mm. with the accents. Oh, oh nailed it. Not. <laughs> not so not <laughs> offensive whatsoever. No, not at and all. And somebody somebody writes in and goes, That was offensive. You're like, Well, it's offensive because Ted is dead and the hurricane killed him, so you don't have to put up with <laughs> yeah, he his got bad what he accents anymore. It's all good. Don't you feel bad, <laughs> listener. <laughs> ah. Well, yes, yeah, so that's our crew tonight, and obviously me, Courtney, I'm hosting. Um, the only thing that I had wanted to mention and I, just because it's hilarious, I, uh, I got bored and started arguing with someone on Twitter, got really oh. upset and, and threatened to ruin our podcast. Yeah. Um, and it was amazing. She was going to get all of her ally friends to write all these bad reviews about our podcast and it would be, be taken down. 
Yeah, if if all oh, you pardon. if all you anti-vaxxers want to write mean things about our podcast, fucking have at it. Like, oh no, <laughs> yeah. I was I just wanted to be like I am way more offensive and vulgar on the podcast, so um, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, I wouldn't worry about it. Anyways, so I far, feel like we're so like happy if we just get like five listeners. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Any review, good or bad, bring it. Mm. So far, our, I mean, we haven't had a new review in a while, but um, our reviews are still uh, still out there. If you want to go and uh, review us, please do. Give us, uh, you know, I mean, give us how many stars you want. But right now, we are averaging at five stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But again, no uh, no real recent reviews. So, no, I don't know. It's, it's too bad. Somebody, yeah. somebody change that for us, will ya? Especially... After the uh, the talent that we uh, witnessed last week on the show with Tim and his Stan impression, and that deserves a review for sure. Exactly. All right, so let's get in to this uh, somewhat intense two part episode. Um, Accidents will happen. It is an Elvis Costello song. Yeah. Um, and that's all I know about it. I'll turn it over to. Uh, Sleep to talk about it. I've got a music hot take for all of you. I'm Can't wait. not an Elvis Costello fan. <gasps> yeah. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Hot take alert. Yeah. He has a couple of decent songs, but overall, mm, eh. so there Meh. you go. Yeah. People will be shocked, maybe. But, anyways, this song uh, was released in 1979. It's technically it's Elvis Costello and the attractions who put it out. And it is basically about how Elvis Costello can't stop cheating on his wife. And like, it's him that admitted it. <laughs> so it's like, and he calls uh, it an accident. Yeah. Like he sticks his dick in someone and he's like, Oh, accidents Oopsie. will happen. <laughs> so <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> I, mean, I really like Elvis Costello's music, but he has been known to be kind of a dick. Yeah, he in the story that he told about this, he I guess was had something going on with a cab driver, like a, I think a female cab driver. Um, though it doesn't I don't think they actually say the gender, so you never know. But anyways, then they got into an argument over which band they like better. So he was being a dick. <laughs> it's great. Well, but didn't he like later say that that was like he explained the song as being that, but as really sort of an like an umbrella for <laughs> yes many 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 <laughs> yes so there you go that's the that's the song so you know it's kind of fitting with this uh fitting with this uh this episode so there you go yeah cheating there's that theme running through i don't know the song i have no opinions on elvis costello um let's just uh Speaking of I people, I mean, Elvis Costello is pretty punk rock, which is pretty cool. But mm. I mean, punks can be assholes at the same time. So mm-hmm. there you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking yeah. of punks, the writers of this show are James <laughs> Hurst <laughs> and Nicole, Nicole Demers and Shelley Scarrow. All punks. <laughs> Segway. No good. No good. Um, yeah, so this is episode 14 of season three, like I have mentioned already. 
And it did originally air in Canada um, in January 2004, uh, but it didn't air in the States until two years later. Because it was controversial and they did not want to originally air it. Yeah, and it so it goes a bit beyond just controversial because most Degrassi episodes could be considered controversial. Um, but this is a, specifically because the episode talks about abortion. And the uh, distributor for the show in the States decided that they weren't going to air it. Um, this is along the same lines as the abortion episode in Degrassi High where... We are introduced to a uh, fetus doll. Um, Don't but in kill the States, your baby. <laughs> Just a reminder. <laughs> Don't censor this episode. <laughs> Manny, this is your baby. <laughs> Craig is the daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill your baby. Yes, and if our longtime listeners recall, we had a discussion about that, how the state's the ending was altered so they didn't it was less clear that the twin was actually going in to get an abortion they made it a little bit more ambiguous yeah they just walked um, they just walked to the abortion clinic and then the woman was like don't kill your baby and they're like we won't and they walked away yeah and she had a baby yeah. and we never saw it for the rest of the series <laughs> that's what happened yeah um but i mean conceivably as a viewer in the states could think that's what happened so the the network apparently the network in the US which is called the N yeah um said that it wasn't because it was regarding abortion it was because quote it's a serious episode and the summer schedule is all lighthearted uh-huh <laughs> and they said that the move was unrelated to any policy regarding abortion uh-huh mm-hmm. that is hilarious cuz let's look super, at the episodes that did super air super true yeah. Super true. Rape yeah. episodes, okay for summer viewing. Dad beating yeah. the shit out of his kid, cool beans. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Suicide, okay. Abortion, eh. Yeah, um, everybody knows abortion is like a winter activity. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't belong over the summer. It brings, brings everybody down. Yeah. It's like pumpkin spice lattes and abortion. <laughs> Yeah. They uh, uh-huh. also, if this episode had taken uh, place in Texas, Manny would just have the baby. They'd be like, "You have to have this child. You have to. <laughs> That's yep. the law now. You must have the fucking baby." Yeah. Oh my god. No, so she'd, bad, ha- she'd have Radich bounty hunting her mm-hmm. after she got the abortion. Yeah, she would just get sued by get his ten grand. Yeah. Craig could just sue her afterwards. Yeah, he could. Yeah, man. Or even non Spinner. Spinner could just sue her afterwards. Anybody could. Anybody. Uh-huh. Because that's um, okay. So, yeah, it didn't air until two years after the broadcast. Apparently, it didn't even air until, like, it wasn't like, oh, we don't want to air it during the summer. We'll air it in the winter. Like, no, no, no. That was a lie. Um, eventually, there was sort of a Degrassi marathon kind of deal and it was cast picks and Mm -hmm. Cassie Steele who played Manny chose this episode as her pick and it was aired at that time. Yep. That's how it happened, which is crazy. But um, I just read an article about how the importance of that episode still remains relevant today. This is an article from 2017, but I would argue it's still relevant right now. 
and uh, it just kind of contrasted the um, you know the difference between Canada and, and the U.S. Um, on abortion on abortion. And I think that's obviously still really relevant today. For now, we'll see what government we elect in two weeks. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. We might uh, go a little bit more backwards. Probably not, but that's fine. Um, The article I, uh, I read about this also referenced Ashley as being a vindictive mall goth. And I thought that was really funny. (laughs) Uh (laughs) That was how they described her character. Addictive Molgoth. I mean, so we'll, we'll get into it, but like Ashley does basically one thing in this episode, and it's horrible. And, or is it in the next episode? The next episode. So, spoiler next alert. Episode. Wait till next week. <laughs> I also feel yep. like Molgoth is actually like I haven't heard that term before, and I feel like it fits Ashley really well at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Like, she's like, she lives at Hot Topic. All right, so let's get into this episode. Uh, We start this one off uh, with a Degrassi gymnastics practice. Um, Everyone is practicing all all sorts of gymnastic-y type things. Uh, Manny's doing some handsprings. Kendra is up on the uneven bars. Um, She suddenly falls ill and runs off as she is about to vomit. Uh, Miss Hatsalakis is worried, calls off practice because there is a stomach flu going around and she doesn't want anybody else to catch it. I don't know if uh, I'd use the term worried. She seemed just like pissed off. Yeah. yeah. That, well, that theme <laughs> pops up again later in the episode. Teachers don't have uh, any sympathy, I guess, for for illness. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so everybody leaves. But before leaving, Manny is posing for the yearbook. And she is shooting daggers at Craig, who is taking the photo. So clearly there's been no forgiveness just yet. I'm surprised that she didn't, like, crack the lens of his camera, given her mind powers. Yeah, that was some intense daring. I also initially scoffed at the idea of, like, a high school gymnastics team, because my high school certainly didn't have one. Um, But uh, according to my husband, who went to one of those gigantic like American high schools, there definitely was a gymnastics team. So what the fuck do I know? Well, States is different in general. We didn't have a gymnastics team either. We did have to take gymnastics in gym and it was awful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Degrassi is a school that has every possible activity and everybody does it and they're all good at it. So, and they're all so good. Yeah. Uh, Man- so Manny's apparently somewhat of a superstar um, on the on the gymnastics team, which is ironic because doesn't didn't she have like a clumsy issue? What didn't she fall over all the time? No, that was Emma. Oh, I thought it was Manny. No, Manny. Manny also had a couple, right? She twisted yeah. her ankle on the steps, and oh, yes, yeah. that's yeah. what I'm thinking she, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She fucked so. up a few times too. Uh, so, but she's I like the star we- cheerleader. Like we. The, the seed has been planted that she's great at this stuff. She can Apparently. do. She can do multiple cartwheels. So, according to yeah. the Degrassi wiki, uh, Cassie Steele did her own stunts in this episode. Which really, I find it a little hard to believe because there's some cuts there where they're like showing the body, 
and then like she then like lifts her arms at the end and it's her face you know yeah so i feel like maybe that needs an adjustment on degrassi wiki that she maybe did some of her stunts i yeah i also call shenanigans i mean unless a stunt is raising your hands up and smiling in which case (laughs) yes that was definitely Cassie Steele. I mean, she may have done some of the stunts. I'm just like for for the full on backflips and things like that. I'm I'm a little curious if maybe <laughs> there was some movie movie magic happening. A little skeptical. Yeah. Well, I too was tempted to pause and look at the screen when it she was in the <laughs> middle of it to see, <laughs> but I didn't. Hmm. <laughs> um, so we're taking to the opening credits, and after that, we are in the halls of Degrassi. We see Ashley and Ellie um, passing by Manny, uh, and they're both loudly questioning why it suddenly smells. Uh, then they, then they say it must be the scent of a boyfriend thief. Mm-hmm. Oh snap! Damn! Thick burn. <laughs> I feel like the censors were like, "Yeah, you are not allowed to say skanky ho. You have to say boyfriend stealer." <laughs> Doesn't quite have the same ring. Boyfriend <laughs> stealer. <laughs> it's a pretty weak burn. Yeah, this is embarrassing. Um, Manny tries to go after them to defend herself, but she stops. And I think it's here when she realizes that she's not feeling so well. Um, after they leave, Paige shows up and chimes in. Uh, of course, uh, she tries to assure Manny that the cheating scandal will all blow over soon. And she also tells her that people think she's a great gymnast, so that should make her feel better. Great. Also, we're two minutes into the episode, and she breaks, she snaps off a hun. So we're, oh. you know, yeah, 120 <laughs> seconds in, and hun <laughs> comes across the fucking bow. I'm like, oh, I like, but I hate this show, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um, yes, she huns Manny, tells her she's a good gymnast, scandal blows over, but she can't leave without insulting her a little bit. So she does tell her she's looking a little pale and it doesn't look too good, hun. Which when um, you're actually looking at the screen, like, she is darker than everyone else in the show. Yeah, right? <laughs> Beautiful olive complexion. Like. Exactly. Um, so next we see Jimmy and he is chatting it up with JT and they're talking about a boy's trip to Buffalo. Um, and they're heading down there to see a concert. Um, Toby tries to get in on the action, but Jimmy shoots him down. Um, and Toby is left sort of puzzled because he thought him and Jimmy used to be friends. And JT reminds him that his step sizzle dumped Jimmy. And that's probably why they are no longer so close. Dumped his ass sizzle. Because Drake Izzle <laughs> isn't getting into Ashley's pussizzle, so. <laughs> oh, pussizzle. Uh-huh. Good one. Yeah. Um, so after that, um, we are back to Manny, and she has spotted Ashley uh, studying or on a computer, and she tries to approach her to talk about the big cheating situation. And Girl, leave it alone apologize for banging her boyfriend of course ashley is not interested in talking to her she tries to get up to leave uh, but manny's persistent and she kind of like just word vomits for a couple of minutes explaining the situation 
saying that Craig told her she was the one, and that's why she let things go on the way that they did. Um, and which is entirely a, true. No, that's a lie. Uh, <laughs> it's a full-on lie. At one that's point, she, I mean, she might have gone into it with that intention, but she was the one that's like, I know he's got a boyfriend, no strings, you got to do that. She's encouraging Emma to do the same thing. Um, yep. She does not deserve what Ashley does later on. But in, in the end, Craig did lie to both of them. So mm -hmm. in the end, yes, Craig was the most evil party or whatnot. Um, but what she tells Ashley in this situation is is not truthful. Yeah. We're, we're fact-checking this shit. Yeah. Incorrect. That's Manny, right. you fucking liar. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. Um. But it seems like Ashley kind of buys her the lie. She seems to soften a little bit. And I don't think she obviously doesn't forgive her. She does seem just a bit more willing to uh, take into consideration Manny's side of the story. But I don't think that's going to last very long. We'll see. Um, we're over to Miss Kwan's class who are reading Moby Dick. Um, Ms. Kwan is reciting a particularly detailed description of, I think, whale anatomy or something. <laughs> and <laughs> like, I heard like yeah. curd or I don't know, something. It was not pleasant. And then we see Manny who is looking like she is going to hurl. So uh, in grade nine, did the teacher read to the class? Was that a thing that happened? And like, I feel like teacher reading book to class stopped in like grade four. And it was like. We'll have some silent time. Read your own fucking book. Or you'll have members of the class read from the book. Yeah. Yeah. That we, definitely okay. happened in high school. It used to drive me crazy because the people that were the worst at reading would raise their hand and then you'd be listening to them struggling over the fucking oh, words. And, and then, you're just like, just read it. And, and they would start reading and I would have my face buried in my book and then I would look up and then I would look around and then I would go... Today, Junior. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's just me. That's that my story, unique to me, not from a movie. No, no. Yeah. That happened to you. Yeah. Yeah, and then I was on the staircase, and I'll tumble for you. Played, and I danced on it, and it was didn't make any sense, but it was pretty awesome. So, just saying. You, you must have told this story before. It sounds really familiar. Yeah, I know. I'm not. I must. It's one of my favorite things that ever happened to me in my life. <laughs> me and me alone me and me alone um yes Ms. Kwan, Moby Dick Manny has to barf and <laughs> when she asks Ms. Kwan to get up and go to the bathroom Ms. Kwan offers a very sympathetic ear and is very supportive is she? in help just kidding she's a huge bitch and gets really pissed off <laughs> why do you come to and school sick? like the child who's about to barf. Yeah. So yeah. mad. I mean, sure, yeah, that's a bad idea to come to school sick, but oftentimes the stomach flu happens really quickly. And keep in um, mind, everybody... It's also the stupidest thing to ask a child. Like, do you think they have any control over it? Like, they could have told their parent, like, I don't feel well, and, like, Manny's fucking, like, mom or dad is just like, well... You know, you're not dying, so go to school. Like, what the fuck yep. is Manny supposed to do about it? Oh, I know every time that my parents were like, you're too sick to go to school, I was like, no, I must go. I need to I go. Need, <laughs> Alan needs school. 
Yearning. Yeah. <laughs> Reaching. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is 2004, everybody. Obviously, even more so now in 2021. This, of course, would never happen. Now the child wakes up and has a little cough, and that's it. Two weeks in the bedroom. No contacts. So. Yep. Yep. Fuck. Bullshit. Piper got sent home last year because she looked tired. <laughs> I, she that, has been working late lately. If that's the yeah. threshold, I would never be able to go to work. Unless you were in Saskatchewan up until today. <laughs> yes. Then you could get a COVID test, have it test positive, not be required to isolate. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, Scott. Any- Scott, mm. what a stupid name. Um, yeah, very weird that they had the teachers be so pissed off about students being sick, but whatever. Um, Manny doesn't even listen to her lecture on coming to school sick. She is sprinting to the bathroom. <laughs> Please let me go barf. Oh my God. <laughs> and she makes it and she has a big old puke fest in the bathroom. Yeah. Um, so great. Uh, in the cafeteria, you must we are back. just have that same bug that everyone else has. Exactly. Yeah. What could yeah. it? What could it be? Stomach flu. It's. I mean, Kendra is on the gymnastics team, and she had it too. So Maddie must have got it from Kendra. I'm bad. Kendra's pregnant. Uh oh. <laughs> Manny caught pregnancy from Kendra. Yeah. Holy. That's <laughs> how it works. That's what I heard. Um. Yeah. Back to the B-plot, I suppose, in the cafeteria. Uh, Jimmy uh, is telling Hazel that he's worried about his grades. Uh, Midterm marks are coming out that Friday, and he thinks his dad is going to be really pissed and threaten to cancel the boys' trip to Buffalo. DJ Bad Boys. Fuck, who comes up with these names? Um, (laughs) So Toby interjects, playing the role of, like, loser white dude, and tries to, like give Jimmy a what's up dog and asks him if he has any extra ticks to see DJ crazy guns. Oh. Um, I can't. Again, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so this crazy. is obviously referencing the concert that Jimmy is going to see in Buffalo. Um, Jimmy corrects him because it's actually DJ crazy bullets. Mad so, bullets. Crazy bullets. I thought it was bad or bullets. Mad bullets. Okay. Or mad bullets. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. DJ something bullets. I uh, like. I, I'm not sure if their intention here is to make me feel like on Toby's side and feel bad for him. But when he behaves like this, I'm like, you, like I can't. Like, no. Yeah. I'm not advocating bullying or anything like that. But you can just you can just ignore him. Don't take him to the okay. concert. Okay. Like. No. Toby's, nope. Toby sucks. Toby sucks. Like. He only wants to hang out with these popular people be- for the sole like reason of them being popular. He doesn't know them. He doesn't have anything in common with them. He just sees them as a ticket to like social nirvana. And that's a shitty way to think about another human being. And I'm sorry that he's a fucking nerd, <laughs> but like he's like he is like putting these people in these boxes just the way they put him in his nerd box. Yeah, Toby. Take that. Yeah, yeah. Toby. Like, find some fucking kids, like your girlfriend, Kendra, 
who have the same interests as you, who you actually get to know, who you talk to, who you who you like as a person, rather than like chasing after these people who you don't even know, so that you can just use them for your own social status. Like he's just a shitty human being. Whoa. Okay. Well, I'm then. fine with it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's my whole life. Just kidding. <laughs> just using other people for your own social needs. Yeah, isn't that what we all do? Let's be honest. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with JT, right? Like he's kind of changed and become a bit more popular. So Toby's obviously feeling a bit left out because they're supposed to be BFFs. Well, it sucks um, to be you, but like he's really like he's his objective is to use these people that he doesn't even know. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then Toby has to sit there by himself and be and look at JT from across the cafeteria and be like, "Chica la cabuca." Just all sad. And he does the handshake with himself. Yeah. Instead. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. So Toby is is awful here. Um, and uh, Jimmy shuts him down for an extra concert ticket. And he also says that there's no room in the car on their trip. Uh, Toby's not done yet. So he suggests to Jimmy that he can break through the school firewall or log into their system and change his grades. So and he wants even though to know. I just decimated Toby, <laughs> I'll say in his defense, I can understand the idea that like after your sibling stops dating someone it's hard like it's a hard divorce for the other family members i think that's maybe a little bit deeper than (laughs) what's happening (laughs) but like if you know you you have a sibling and they've been dating the same person for like seven years or something like that and then those people break up it's like you have a relationship with that significant other person and it's hard for that just to be cut off and suddenly you're not friends anymore like that's that's weird and that's can be traumatic so in toby's defense specifically about jimmy i can maybe see yeah. it i mean they broke up two grades ago so <laughs> yeah i think toby just needs to get yes perhaps he could have dealt with these feelings previously <laughs> also every time like this is now what the second show that's focusing on toby trying to get with these people and <laughs> You know, other than JT, who still isn't terribly kind, but the rest of them are rest of them are pretty like are pretty much like fuck you, loser. We don't want you around. Get away. And I'm thinking, why does he want to hang out with them? Like, because well, his objective yeah. is to use them for his social status. That's why <laughs> it's fucking diabolical. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's the that's I the was, lesson. <laughs> Don't I be like Toby. Diabolical teen, then, because I did the same thing. <laughs> well, we've seen Toby be diabolical in the past mm-hmm. with his freaking like uh, guilt tripping people and like trying to uh, maybe he's a sociopath. Blackmail people. Yes. We'll never know. In any case, I think it's a big leap to be like I will risk like expulsion and break into the school system to change your grade if you can let me go to that fucking concert with you well we're gonna uh, i mean we're gonna talk about degrassi's fucking security uh very <laughs> shortly i can't wait yeah uh. so yes 
so Jimmy is convinced and he's in. He's like, you'll get a shotgun seat and a concert ticket if you uh, are able to change my grade. I, I and- just, I just, okay, so interesting plan, right? And will it be successful? We'll see. But let's just say it is successful. So we know, spoiler alert, Jimmy's grade is a 61. So let's say Toby yep. changes it to a 90. Okay, so the computer has that. It's going to be on whatever he prints out. But do you think at some point his teacher would be like, that's not right? Like, I don't think that teachers throw grades into computers and say, set it and forget it. Like, they got to know after a while which kids are smart and which ones are the dummies. I think that you could get away with it if you were less greedy. Like, like if you gave him a seventy, you were like, oh, he has a sixty-one, and then you like raise it to like a sixty-eight or like a mm. seventy-one, maybe. Oh, like, you're, I feel you're like the teacher, like they have enough fucking kids, like that they have to look after. Like they they don't know everybody's specific grade, so like you could probably do something like that to boost your grade point average by a couple of percentages, but not like. A lot. I would. I would have raised his grade by eight percentage points. Of course, you would have. <laughs> <laughs> yo. Yeah. Hi. Nice. I can do simple math. <laughs> <laughs> I did note a hijinks alert at this point in the show. Oh, big time! It's pretty likely. Uh, so we're back to Manny and Emma, who are stretching. For gymnastics. Emma, being fucking Emma, tells Manny that if she is sick, she cannot compete in the meet. Fuck you, Emma. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> Continue on, Courtney. What else does she do Manny... in the scene? <laughs> well, Manny basically tells her to fuck off. And Emma starts to walk away and she says, the coach needs to know. Fuck. And goes to tell her. Fucking bitch. Fucking That's bitch. where I was yeah. like, come on. Yeah, are you fucking kidding me? But Manny doesn't let up, so she uh, tells Emma that her life sucks and this meat means everything to her. Uh, and apparently that was enough to convince Emma to keep her big trap shut. I. When yeah. did Emma become good at gymnastics? Like, we know that Manny is. We saw her in cheerleading, right? It's plausible that one would translate to the other. And yeah. like people in the spirit squad. But... Emma, like where in all of the episodes that we've done so far, have we seen Emma have any kind of skills that would translate into being a gymnast? And she does the fucking bar, like the uneven bars. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, whatever. That's not a requirement for this show. Uh (laughs) (laughs) That has been clear. It's like, you will be good at this sport as long as it's convenient to the, to the script. To the plot. Yeah. That's right. I'm not sure that we ever see the gymnastics team ever again. <laughs> I don't think well. we do. We'll have to keep an eye out for it. For their hideous leotards or whatever they are. Uh-huh. <laughs> that alone would prevent me from ever wanting to join a gymnastics team. If you're in <laughs> high school, Public. never. Yeah. Right? I'm so self-conscious about my body in high school. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I know. Oops. Brutal. So... We are now at practice for gymnastics, and um, Manny puts on a bit of a show. Uh, Everyone's impressed. She is clearly the star of the team. 
Uh, after practice in the locker room, Emma compliments Mandy, saying that she's amazing and she did great. And Mandy, Manny kind of takes the opportunity to break the ice with Emma and start chatting. They talk about Snake. We learn that he's in the hospital. Um, but I think Emma says that he's fine. He's just undergoing some more intense chemo. This is probably just how so, we conveniently, Stefan Brogren probably had a contract to take some episodes off. And they're like, well, <laughs> this is how we write him out of this two-parter. Yeah. yeah. And maybe Marco was there too, since I feel like we haven't seen him in mm. forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I was like, are these two friends again? Like, I guess they're trying to, but I'm like, well, that's, yeah, uh, that's kind of what it's showing. I think is that they're starting to be friends again. Manny's trying to make a bit of an effort. Um, and yes, so we talk about Snake. He's in the hospital. More chemo. Maybe this chemo will make his eyebrows fall out. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Who knows? We'll find out. Manny keeps gushing to Emma, saying, oh, I don't know how you do it. You're amazing. Blah, blah, blah. Barf, barf, barf. Um, Hazel walks in um, asking for a tampon and provides a provides us all with some lovely details about well because emma says what happened (laughs) and it's like bitch like i got my period and hazel's like what the fuck do you think that's what happened i got shot (laughs) (laughs) okay and what makes that even better is that emma goes from being a fucking tool not understanding why someone would ask for a tampon (laughs) to Hearing Manny say she hasn't used hers in a while to <laughs> assuming that she must be pregnant. Yeah. Oh, Emma's just like, <sighs> I smell drama. Yeah. We just see I the wheels turning in her fucking involved. head, right? Yeah. I need but, like, to become more involved. Why do you need a tampon? Then also, she must be pregnant. Ridiculous. It's like, I, like, just able to uh, sniff it out. Such a stretch. That really annoyed me. Yes. So Hazel tells us that she just performed a walkover that belonged in a horror movie. And (laughs) I thought that was pretty funny. (laughs) And um, Manny pipes up because she has a tampon. Like I said, she kind of claims that she hasn't used any in forever. Which, again, is a weird thing to say. And yes, you can see Emma just being like, bing. There's something to this. And obviously Emma approaches her about it. Manny says it's because she's been training so hard, which I guess is in reference to um, when gymnasts, I guess not just gymnasts, but if you are thin, like super thin and training really heavy, you'll often stop getting your period. Or stress or no reason at all when you're a teenager or even not a teenager. Like there's any number of reasons that you could be late on a period. Yeah. Of course, in the, the worst thing about this, and it's a theme with Emma in, in some of these episodes, is that she is also correct in her assumption, which... She's always <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so, which I hate. And she's like Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Sherlock bitch. <laughs> um, just kidding. <laughs> well... I wanted to come up with something better, but that's all I got. It was acceptable. Um, I give that a 7 out of 10. I was like, what rhymes with Holmes that relates to Emma? And I, mm. it couldn't do it quick enough. Couldn't Sherlock enough. Ho. I don't know. 
Also, I think I also give that a seven. Yeah. No, she's not a hoe. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um. Yes. So Emma confronts her. Um. She says it's never been business. Business. (laughs) Business. Business. (laughs) And Emma starts with it's probably none of my business, but and I swear, like both of my husband and I are watching it, and we were like, no. It's not your business. Yeah. And then, of course, the scene ends with Manny being like, you're right. It isn't any of your business. <laughs> oh, uh, that's good Manny impersonation. Um, uh-huh. Yes. So she brushes her off and Manny leaves. Um, however, as soon as she gets outside out of sight of Emma, she pulls out her period tracker agenda and nowadays it would be her phone where she would go to her period tracker app you'd be like hey siri when was my last period and siri'd be like you're pregnant (laughs) (laughs) when you're like fuck you siri thanks thanks siri um sherlock (laughs) ho shut up siri (laughs) i hate this phone <laughs> oh my god. Um yes, but in the absence of Siri, she has uh an agenda where she has what it looks to be drawing like little droplets of blood <laughs> on the day that she gets her period. It's like raining blood. Yeah. <laughs> it's raining blood. Yes. Hallelujah, uh-huh. it's raining blood. I'm not having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, she counts the weeks and I think she gets somewhere close to nine weeks late. Um, so she doesn't know there are actual apps for this that are free. There's one called period tracker and, um, you just put in when you have your period and stuff and it can predict when you're going to have it next. So yes, there's many, many. I'm just saying that. It sounds useful. I'm going to download it. My husband (laughs) had no idea that this existed. Oh, here we go. Oh. Period track. Oh, flow ovulation calculator. Yep. Period tracker. Period tracker. Period clue. Period tracker. There's lots of these. Yeah. Clue period tracker, like yeah. the Borgie. There's period log. There's teen period tracker. That's interesting. You had your period in the living room with the candlestick. Professor <laughs> 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 Plum. Uh-huh. That I would download. It's voiced by Tracker. Hey, hey, girl, you got your period. But no, I'm it's totally like it's particularly human. like handy if you're trying to not get pregnant, or if you are trying to get pregnant, or if you have irregular periods and you don't know when you're going to, uh, like to when it's going to be coming, or you want to track when you're most likely to be ovulating, like all of those things. So, for those of you that don't know that this is a thing, it's a thing. I would be surprised if anybody didn't know that from coming from like a female perspective. Obviously, men probably don't know. As well, yeah, they don't I have. A- didn't. Um, but also, I maybe people who are less like internet savvy. I'm not sure, but <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully, you helped out someone. Well, t- shut up. And we also came up with a great <laughs> concept: clue period tracker. It's great. That. Take, that's the takeaway. Um, 
so yeah, so we Manny's obviously processing the possibility, and next we see her just kind of staring at Craig as he's goofing around with Spinner. Um, she ends up bailing, uh, obviously, because she probably isn't ready to tell him. Um, and she heads to the bathroom and <laughs> figures out the page is in there in a stall. Pages and basically, yeah, it's like Arthur's old, office. Big old dirty one. Page is happening. She opens the wrong door and it opens up to Arthur's office. <laughs> <laughs> like, Oops, sorry, wrong one. Um, yes. So she's knocking on the stall and she asks Paige um, how she would know if a guy used a condom. And that's the stupidest question I've ever heard. Um, so Paige comes out of the washroom. She asks if she heard him put it on or maybe felt it. And Manny doesn't know. Uh, Paige says, were you there, hun? So, hun, so were you there? Ted probably uh, laughed because he thought it was awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Paige sort of half-heartedly tries to reassure her that Craig is a responsible person and he probably wore one. Um, and then she basically tells her that she should ask her questions before fucking next time. So <laughs> what no one got past the censors. What evidence yeah. what evidence have we seen from Craig that would lead you to believe that this guy is responsible? Zero percent. Cheating on his girlfriend, <laughs> running in front of a train, like I don't yeah. know. I don't see a lot of responsibility there. Plus plus the fact that what he's like a fucking fifteen year old guy. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't mm-hmm. res- that's just not in his Yeah. He stole a car, I think. Didn't he steal one of Joey's They stole a car. I mean he tried to fuck her or he did fuck her in the garage. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grunge. Um, Like, in terms of, like, you can't, unless you see it in advance, kind of thing, or whatnot, like, if it's dark, like, you can't really tell, in my experience. I just keep making the big snapping sound with it. Yeah, I get and I'm like, and I'm like, listen to this. Like, that's the thing, like for Manny, like she's she's inexperienced. If it was dark, like obviously she was not asking the right questions in advance. But like, you can't really feel anything, um, except for maybe like before and after when you're, you don't know, have a visual or have like auditory clues it's not so, it's not look if it, it's not implausible if you're a child who doesn't know anything right like yeah right maybe like we we get a glimpse into her life at home um a little bit here but later on down the road it doesn't seem like a home where the parents would sit down and talk about sex and condoms and whatever so you know it's, you could see it it's conceivable to me that somebody would have this question. But I think maybe the lesson here more so is that, like, if you don't even know enough to ask that sort of stuff. Absolutely. Maybe you shouldn't be having sex. Maybe in you should hold off. But again, like, 
<laughs> we're we're telling that child to make a good decision here. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think that's unreasonable because not every teenager who has sex gets pregnant. Uh, and Degrassi, a lot of them do. Well, yeah, exactly. In this year, in this one. universe, <laughs> like you got two in options. This economy. In yeah. this economy? Yeah, like in this, in the Jurassic universe, there are only two outcomes to sexual intercourse. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> and what are they? Babies Pregnancy and AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> yeah. Bates. <laughs> Bates. <laughs> when you get both. I... Oh, God. COVID. <laughs> Would you rather of Degrassi? Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. Neither is one. good. Either. I think we'll get some consensual sex that doesn't result in pregnancy or AIDS later on in the next generation. Oh I yeah, think. later on, a few seasons from now, they fuck all the time, and there's nothing. Right. So yeah, good job, <laughs> good for them. Oh, kids. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so we are back to the library, and JT is reluctantly helping cover for Toby who is actively trying to break into the school's computer system. I hate this so much. It's so annoyingly specific. So they're in the library because he needs to use a librarian's port. So again, uh, you know, it's, if you're looking at this with 2021 glasses, it's everything's wireless. But in this case, you have to still plug the big fucking wire into the laptop to do something. And then that wire has to plug into something in the wall. And so it's totally noticeable. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. That big blue Ethernet cable or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, it has to go. I guess in this school, what? There are ports that are not for students and other ones that are. I don't think that's a thing, but. I don't even know. And the fact that we're even discussing this is ridiculous. (laughs) Like, what a weird thing Uh. to be super specific about. Um. And then you contrast it with something else that happens soon. We'll get to it. Like, I could get uh, it. We're, yeah, 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 go ahead. We'll get to it. Well, yeah. I mean, the idea is that he doesn't want to log in using a teacher's account. This would be safer because he would be able to remain more anonymous. Mm-hmm. That's the explanation. Um, JT doesn't want to have anything to do with it, but he helps out anyways. Um, so he heads over to plug in the internet and... Just as Toby is getting ready to change Jimmy's mark, fucking Quan shows up. And she is suspicious. She thinks they're up to no good. And so uh, Toby accidentally, instead of entering an 88, I think, which is what he's trying to do, he enters 8888. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he gets disconnected because JT pulls the plug out of the, out of the wall. Uh, so Quan's pissed and she forces them to move to a table like in the middle of the library or something so she can I guess keep an eye on them so at this point you know Toby is going to be concerned now because he's like fuck I just put in 8888 right and he's not concerned because you know Drake is going to be unhappy that he fucked up or something like that he and eventually Drake are concerned because they're like, oh no, if they see 8888, they'll know that we fucked with it. And it's like, they won't know that. Yeah. Someone, someone will look at it and be like, oh, there could have been a typo. There could have been a computer issue. Like, there are many explanations. Um, someone wouldn't just look at the 8888 and go, 
that Drake. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> yeah. So where they go from here doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, we are taken to the big gymnastics meet. Um, we see <laughs> the smallest crowd ever in, like, the smallest, like, bleachers ever. Uh-huh. Uh, so bad. Um, so Emma, we see Emma doing some sort of flips and Spike and baby Jack are so proud and clapping in the tiny bleachers. Um, I mean, I guess it's her gymnastics meet. And so it's kind of an important thing. I like the idea that like she's doing this and Spike and the baby are there and Snake is just in the hospital (laughs) getting getting chemo. (laughs) It's like, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not the tough chemo. So he can be there by himself for a while. Maybe Joey's yeah. there to help him, or that kid in the red shirt that came to his birthday party. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his best friend. Yeah, <laughs> uncredited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he's there supporting him for sure. Obviously, <laughs> Wheels is uh, there. He's like, you just got to hang in there, buddy. So good. <laughs> um. So Manny's sort of hovering nervously on the sidelines. Um. She spots her mom in the crowd. Uh, who waves to her, and Mrs. Hot Silakis comes over, making sure Manny's okay. She can see that Manny's got something going on. But Manny brushes it off, and she's out to start her routine. Um, she's very distracted, obviously, and as she mounts the whatever... I love how that- like, obvious it is that something's not right, and Miss Hot Silakis is just like, awesome! Have a great run! <laughs> like, she's <laughs> just not give a fuck. I also like in the scene how Manny spots her mom and in her head it's like, oh yeah, I have a mom and she's not going to like what happened. <laughs> so now I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so she hops on the whatever that... Balance beam. Is. That, is it a balance beam? Yeah. And she gets up to do her like superstar move and of course, because she is just all out of sorts, she falls off. Well, it also doesn't help that Craig is taking photos with a fucking flash. Well, yes. and Spike's baby is like yeah. crying and in the yeah. stands. Yeah. Yes. And obviously, that's all happening for a reason the baby crying thing. And yes, it causes her to fall off the balance beam. And resulting in a forfeit or something. Um, and Miss Hatsalakis is fired up about that. I don't understand uh, why this is a forfeit. Yeah, she, like it's not like a long time has passed. Miss H goes over to her and is like, "Okay, time to get back up." And then Armstrong's like, "Degrassi forfeits." Like <laughs> she, forfeit the whole meet? Like, there's, like <laughs> so many other people who are still having events and stuff, or like just forfeit that particular but, round. But you don't. That's not. You don't have to announce that. Like, that's not. Like, usually people just get back on the beam, and then, like, it's a deduction from your score. Nope. We give up. Forfeit. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that's the not even the right term. Forfeit. <laughs> like, forfeit is not the right term for what's happening. Disqualified might be... Sure. Because she didn't get back on, on the beam in time. Sure. Yeah. Oh, quitter. She, she forfeited. Yeah. Quitter. Yeah. Quitter. <laughs> Um, yeah. Anyways, yeah, so Armstrong yells out forfeit and Hot Talakis is fired up and just, what? What are you talking about? Um, it's like, you like, piece sorry. of shit. Fuck you. She walks over to him. Yep, that was the extended version, also not shown in the States. 
Um, so yeah, Manny's all upset on the ground and she runs out of the gym. Craig looks confused and he runs out to check on her and he thinks the problem is that she has fallen off. And so she's upset. And so she works up the nerve to ask him if he wore a condom. Um, and we find out he did not. And, and he goes, what? What? <laughs> it's a very a what? strange what. Uh-huh. What you did he said do? it was okay. So he obviously tries to blame Manny as his first line of defense, saying that she said it was okay. And then he said, I thought that meant you were on the pill. That's kind She's of a like, leap. It was right? It is. That's kind of a leap. That's yeah. a big leap. Like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it, I thought when you said it was okay, it was like you were on the pill and I could like you know do some butt stuff and like it was all good like I, just when you say it's okay it's just everything I say something a bit more graphic yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we we can get there i figure i figure we can yeah yeah we can assume we can extrapolate probably what you would have said yeah all good <laughs> yes uh, and manny reminds him that it was her first time so of course she's not on the fucking pill well, and she said, like, that, uh, I think what she meant is that when he said, is this okay? And she was like, yes, this is okay. She you meant, kind of- yes, like, this, like, we we can progress here. <laughs> Not like, yeah, I'm on the fucking pill. Like, I can't imagine many teenage boys making that assumption. I know many teenage boys just wouldn't give a shit, but, like, to assume saying it's okay means I am on the pill. You may enter me unprotected. I don't think. <laughs> Thanks to Degrassi, <laughs> I was fucking terrified of doing anything without a condom. Like, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, if I don't have this, I'm going to die. So <laughs> I was very insistent. Like, I, I recognize that, like, my availability to sexual education might be better than other people and all of that stuff. But like, I like, I was very, very specific about condoms needing to happen. Like it was not, it was not, not a conversation for sure. Yeah. But again, and like how old's Manny? Like 14 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's so a that lot age, of a 14 yeah. year old. I, I totally understand that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we we find out there is a problem. Um, so Craig starts to panic, and Manny backtracks and lies and tells him there's actually nothing wrong and it's fine. <laughs> because why wouldn't you just randomly ask if she he wore a condom? Mm-hmm. Everything's good. Um, so now we're back to Jimmy. And he is asking Toby if he successfully changed his mark. Toby admits he screwed up. Gave him a mark of 8,000. Uh, Jimmy's pissed, demanding Toby fix it. Uh, Toby says his laptop is fried. Um, and Jimmy forces him to go log on to one of the school computers. Literally grabs him by the ear. Yeah. <laughs> pretty aggressive. Pretty aggressive. Um, like an old school marm. <laughs> Like Radich and Joey Jeremiah, same thing. Mm. So Toby gets on, and somehow 
instantly logs onto Radich's account. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. guess his password. Uh, I would be like. pork store or sandwich place. I, I feel like Mr. Radish has come to Toby enough, being like, Toby, you got to fix the internet for me. <laughs> well, and he's, he's about to do this. So. Yes. So, in a surprise, Mr. Radich appears at the exact moment that Toby is logging into his account. And yes, Radich has a question about the internet. He needs help with his account. He goes over to the to computer. Fix the internet. Yeah. Help me. Beautiful women. I just, Wait for me. I just, Chicken I'm just, sandwiches. Beautiful women. Who wrote me back on Plenty of Fish? Oh. I just think, so Radich is having problems with the internet, the principal of the school. And he's like, well, Mr. Simpson's got fucking chemo, so I can't go to him. There's only one other option. The grade nine student. <laughs> if the grade nine student can't help me with the internet, then I'm going to have to have an announcement to the school being like, I'm sorry, everybody, but there is no internet at Degrassi. <laughs> I lost. Discontinued at Degrassi. Yeah. Internet is closed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, it's ridiculous, of course. Um... And Radich goes over to the computer, and he sees that he is already logged in. And he is quite puzzled. So he asks Toby why he's already logged in. Toby has nothing to say. And who knows what's going to happen. Um, so next we're back to Manny. And she is getting ready to head out for a run with her disc man. <laughs> I... Look, okay, I get it. She's really upset. She's going through the hardest time in her life, and I want to feel sorry for her. <laughs> Do you know where I'm going? Uh, I feel like you're going to say that you're not very sorry for her. <laughs> I, who runs like that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're spoiling all of my my commentary. Oh, go. But yeah. <laughs> She has her disc, man. Uh, I wonder what she's got playing in there. I don't know. I know, can't remember what music good, was you, back then. How good was anti-shock well, at so that time? The way that she was running, I felt like she bought a disc, man, that offered, like, 60-second skip protection, and she's testing it to be like, <laughs> let's see. Let's see if that really happens, the way she's running. Also, Courtney, she, she is listening to the track Beautifully Undone. By Lindy. By my dog. Lindy. (laughs) (laughs) The death dog. (laughs) 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 My dog Lindy is currently asleep on a couch. That was a jam, puppy. Good job. Lindy does not give a fuck about hurricanes. (laughs) No, No, she doesn't. She is passed out. (laughs) God love her. Um, So, yes. She is a fucking terrible runner. <laughs> the only thing it just in Cassie Steele's defense, it's really hard to run in front of the camera without feeling self-conscious. <laughs> <laughs> and it's 
starting to like question what your arms are doing and what your legs are doing and like eventually you're just running like a fucking moron <laughs> I, I just like to think that there were like 400 takes and they're like all right we give up like Probably. yeah again yeah Batteries like, are dead in the discman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She used her, she used her base boost, so she killed the batteries way too early. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, it reminded me of Phoebe in Friends when she is running. <laughs> yes. Like a psycho, yes. Yes. nobody wants to run with her. That is exactly what is happening here. Um. So I don't know. I feel like they could have done other. things. Like, she could have done something else. She didn't have to run. And so I think it's fine that we're making fun of her. <laughs> She's trying um, to run away from her problems. Well, but also the point of the, alone. like, the you know, I think the big point when she's doing this run is, like, every person who she passes has a baby. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. It's like, babies <laughs> everywhere. Babies everywhere. Yeah. Um, But mm. it's hard... <laughs> Like her, her running just really does take away from the impact that that's supposed to have. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So she runs. She <laughs> runs. She runs, and she eventually ends up at Spike's house because, of course, and she confesses to Spike that she might be pregnant. The p word. And she also says to her, she calls her Spike. Spike, I think I'm pregnant. Like, nope. Yeah. Uh, you would not call her Spike. You never have before <laughs> until now. She's trying to relate to her, get her on her level. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you know what it's like, right, Spike? I mean, I kind of buy it. Like, once like kids that age get kind of old enough, you're just like, eh, call me Spike, right? Uh. It might be. I guess Maybe. if she's around enough, then yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like she, she grew up in this household, right? Like she, she's been paying her for years now to hang out with them. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, that's uh, true. She, she's earned that first name thing. And again, uh, Spike just happens to be home, not with <laughs> Snake getting chemo. Like no. no one besides Emma making the reference to Snake getting chemo. Like I feel like again, Spike, Emma, everyone's just like life goes on. There will be a scene in the next episode where. <laughs> Spike, I'm sure he's Spike doing fine in yeah. the hospital. He's having a great time. Again, yeah, red shirt guy's there. So, yeah, I got it. I wonder if Lucy's making <laughs> videos for him. <laughs> yes. Like she, like she did with LD. Mm-hmm. Probably not. She gets fucking, uh, I don't even know, uh, Chris to beatbox on the <laughs> camera for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's uh, all he can do. Hey there, Snake, I know that you're sick. <laughs> we made this rap, you're going to get well real quick. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, so it's great. You sound like Bartholomew Bond, not Chris, I'm but better. that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Compliment. Like, pick, pick like, the three or four most, like, <laughs> unlike characters in the It would be, like, Chris and Terry... And Wolf Girl, <laughs> and like, yeah. I love, so, uh, people love Terry. Yeah. No, but I mean, just mix up the, like, the four most unlikely people to do a, a project together. Unlikely. I thought you said unlikable. No, and, like, unlikely. I was just like, what are you talking oh, about? No, unlikely. Oh. All right. Oh, okay. No, I okay. like them all. But, um, sure, you do. Oh, what's her stupid name? I can't even remember. She wore the cape and turned into a dictator coaching oh liberty. liberty liberty Liberty. i think it would be liberty 
in that fucking video. Oh, we're going to get something unlikely with Liberty in the next episode. Don't you worry. I'm not worried. (laughs) 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 I'm very concerned. Yeah. Um, So, yes. So Spike takes Manny inside and has her take a pregnancy test. And again, what fucking pregnancy pregnancy test is this? It looks like a glass wand or something. <laughs> it's like Harry Potter pregnancy uh-huh. test. But it's like, why are your pregnancy tests always so outdated? <laughs> is like that when the twin- what do they look like now? Like that, to me, someone who's never taken a pregnancy test... That looks like what I imagine a pregnancy test looks okay. like. It's a Maybe. stick that you pee on. Maybe like you're not the most reliable like source on... I am obviously not the most reliable source. <laughs> I just don't know what they... Like, what do they look like now? I thought they were sticks that you peed on. Is that they not what they are? Yes, but they're not okay. a glass wand. They're like but just little plastic... Do they have a little cap that... Like a plastic cap that goes back on them, though, while you're waiting for results? Well, some of them have a cap. Some of so them you don't, don't have to touch your pee stick. You don't. There's a handle. Not you don't have to soak the whole thing in pee. You just soak one tip of it. The rest of it. Do you get? Handle. Do you get a stick of chewing gum when you open them, like the old baseball card? I actually I wish. I actually think what it should be is you buy an you ice cream bar, and then when you eat the ice cream bar, you, the stick is there for you to pee on. <laughs> In the middle, you lick it away at it. You're like, mm. <laughs> you or maybe like one later. of those, one of those rocket pops. You know those pops yeah. that were banned for a while because they're too sharp. Yes, well, I just feel like th- this is more what my mind goes to when I think of a pregnancy test, like a modern pregnancy test, than what we had in like old school Degrassi when it was like like a chemistry set. Yeah, it, it's a little <laughs> bit of improvement, but it's still two decades behind what was available to them there's, there's no fucking app that we can promote that does this you just wait you fucking wave it in front of your cooch and it's like not you, pregnant <laughs> yeah you you pee on your phone and then you just wait. <laughs> yeah. that's it download the app everybody this is a uh, money maker waiting to happen so yeah. Oh, to yeah. oh for sure um yes in any case it is I don't know why they just don't buy it, it fucking normal pregnancy test, but they didn't. So Manny comes down the stairs after peeing on her golden glass wand <laughs> and Spike sets the timer and she gets into it, asking her what she might do if she's pregnant. And she offers to go with Manny to tell her parents, saying that her mom surprised her and how supportive she was. Um, Manny's not going to tell her parents because she thinks they'd send her to a convent in, in the Philippines, I think she said. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Which she said that's what happened to her cousin or something. Yeah. Crazy. Um, so, I mean, part of that, like, I, I don't know in the 2000s if that was what a normal practice, but earlier than that, women would have, would get sent to like unwed pregnant mother homes or something. Yeah. Yep. They would yeah. just go to the camp state. for a while. Like, yeah. oh, she just went to camp for six months. She'll be back. Well, and you get the cultural influences, I guess, of having immigrant parents and whatever they're. So, yes, Manny doesn't want to tell her parents. And the timer dings. <laughs> and we go pick up our glass wand. 
And we can infer from the looks on the faces of Spike and Manny that the test is positive. Mm-hmm. It is not good. Three news. Emma faces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bad news bears. So after this, we have Radich. And he has Jimmy and Toby in his office to discuss their attempt to change Jimmy's grades. Mm-hmm. Radich tells them, and I don't know why I found this so funny, but I did, that computer crime is a serious offense. <laughs> it's me. He sounds like a person again that doesn't know anything about computers. <laughs> it's because he, exactly. A series of tubes. <laughs> the internet. Mm-hmm. You've been charged with one count okay. of computer crime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try to hack the mainframe. Aggravated computer mm-hmm. crime. Um, mm. So he says he has to call their parents. Um, and as he picks up the phone to do so, Quan comes in and needs to talk to him. So Jimmy takes this opportunity to lash out at Toby, calling him a fake. He's a fake everything. Fake hacker. Fake rap fan. Fake whatever. Fake boobs. Uh, everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Radich makes a point of telling them both that they will be going to special Saturday detention. So if you are keeping track, that is now Sean, Drake, and Toby going to special Saturday detention, which oh, this will play out. The br- the brilliance yeah. of this season's overarching umbrella. Mm-hmm. Masterstroke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so far we have uh, what? We have the jock, we have the nerd, and we have the criminal. What? Ooh. What could be the? What could they be going for? I wonder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really do wonder. Um. So we are back outside. Uh, Manny has asked Craig to meet up with her. And she tells him that something bad has happened. And she's pretty sure she's pregnant. And, of course, she apologizes to him. She does a lot of apologizing. Yeah. Well, it's It's, not, again, like... It's pretty Mm -hmm. gross. It's... I think that it's not unrealistic. No. But it's pretty gross. It's not unrealistic. It's, It's too bad, but... That's what you would do, right? If you're 14 and you don't know better, that's very likely that. Yeah. Yeah. But to be clear, it is not okay. Um, but yes, she says, please don't be mad. I'm pregnant. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. This is clearly all her fault. Um, but oh, no. Craig isn't mad oh. at all. Oh, no. What happens to Craig? Craig is happy. He isn't mad. He suggests that they consider having the baby so that they can be their own little family. And Mm. you said it in the least psychotic way possible, which is not how (laughs) Craig said it. That's true. He kind of like whisper screams at like. He's like, I thought about it the day before. What if we had it? We could be our own little family, all our own, like a psycho. Yeah, it's true. Very psycho. Yeah. And (laughs) Manny seems a bit stunned and sort of tries to process what just happened. And then that's where we end. Yeah. Cliffhanger alert. 
What is going to happen? I do not know. When will we find out? (laughs) You tell us, host. I think we'll find out next week (laughs) when we review part two of Accidents Will Happen. There's a few accidents still happen. <laughs> There's a few Max. comments um, on the Wikipedia, you know, the Degrassipedia. Another person who doubted that Cassie Steele did all her own stunts. Um, <laughs> people who I'm said, sure she, I'm sure that she did some of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, not many people, not many people who. Uh, Actually, I was going to say, not many people who are getting mad about um, the content of the show, which is good. Though there is a uh, gif on here of Toby with his fist in the air talking to Drake, and I can't say the words that are on the uh, gif. So, oh, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, um, I, I'd like to pull it up, but I won't because my fucking internet will probably crash. But when I was watching the show on YouTube, there was a lot of comments on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And they were really entertaining. So, uh, one, I don't know. If- one person says here, accidents will happen made me really dislike Manny. <laughs> like, what show were you watching? What? <laughs> 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 like I know sometimes they try to paint somebody the hero and we're like no they're not but in this case it's like are you kidding nope yeah yeah anyways so we will uh, we'll find out soon uh, what's gonna happen and until then in this super new format we're gonna sign off by telling you all where you can find us on the internet <laughs> Maybe start with yeah. the podcast specifically. No? Maybe. Maybe I will. You can always check out our podcast on Instagram at Narbos and Broomheads Podcast. And I am on Instagram, Courtney.1293. And let's have Alan tell you the rest of our handles because I don't remember any of them. Uh, at Narbos Podcast on Twitter. I'm Slip with Five Eyes on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. And you can find, uh, or you can email us at narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com. And then how do we find Arlo? You can follow me on Instagram at A-R-L-O-E-S-C-O-T-T. Ted? You can follow me at Zewa3 uh, on the Instagram machine and look at pictures of my dog. And me and my dog out being fancy people, picking, <laughs> forging chanterelle mushrooms. Oh, no, this one is poison. <laughs> <laughs> we hardly knew me. <laughs> and there would I go. <laughs> and we don't know where you can find Barry. Uh, he's 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 chasing those. He's chasing the hurricane water. Dives into the hurricane. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's like, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture of you, whether I like it or not. And then he jumps into <laughs> it and disappears into the storm. And will we see him again? <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Until next week, friends. Peace. Take care. Bye. 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 See you next time, baby. Well, I just said I don't get my love. I would never do my homework. I would stay up late and dream about Kylie. I would never get girls out of my house.
Maybe it would. I work work with them, got they got Yeah.